0: Blog Talk Radio Welcome oh
1: Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Daydon Tolbert Show. I am your host, Daydon Tolbert. Um, I want to jump right into it today. I've got a lot to, uh, to, to discuss. Um, today I want to really spend some time talking about the royal wedding. Um, a lot of people on social media have been uh, discussing Meghan Markle, uh, Prince Harry, and, you know, the, the just the elaborate, uh, extravagant uh, wedding that we saw uh, this past week. Um, but I, want, I don't want to just talk about the wedding. Um, I want to talk more about us and our response to the wedding. Uh, I want to talk about just some things I was seeing on social media in regards to Black women, you know, race, uh, complexion. Um, I want to talk about, you know, a little bit about interracial dating. There's just a lot, uh, a lot going on that I think needs to be addressed from a from a different perspective. So I want to talk about that. Um, I want to talk about. Uh, The shooting, Uh, there's another uh, mass shooting in Santa Fe. Uh, So, you know, definitely continue to pray for the families uh, or the family of, you know, the families of the victims. Um, You know, I want to talk about gun control uh, and just some things that I'm seeing on, you know, out and about social media, the news, mainstream media uh, in regards to the conversation that often happens after these shootings. Um, So I want to talk a little bit about that. Uh, Beyonce, you know who's been in the news. I want to talk about um, the NFL. The NFL has passed a, a you know a new ruling in in uh, regarding kneeling, and I want to so talk a little bit about Colin Kaepernick and just that whole uh, situation. So definitely a lot to talk about. I want to talk about suicide in the black community today for a little bit, uh, and specifically suicide amongst uh, you know with our youth. Uh, a lot of lot of uh kids, uh, unfortunately, are, are killing themselves. You know, a little bit, uh, I think probably around this time last year, I, I talked a lot about suicide when when uh, uh, the Netflix show 13 Reasons Why aired. And, you know, I want to, I know that it's back for a second season, and so I want to talk a little bit more about that. So I feel like our kids are, are, are not being uh, protected. Our kids are not being loved enough and not being mentored enough so I want to talk a little bit about that. So, a lot of things to uh to discuss today. And uh, so I'll jump into it, man. Uh today's show, guys, brought to you as always by Talbot Relationship Counseling. Uh reach out 855 day on, as well as my new book, uh Redefining Greatness: The Virtuous Woman's Guide to uh to Love. And that'll be available a little bit later on this year around the uh the holidays. I want to start off today um, you know, I, I see a lot of negativity online, on social media. Um, so I posted a meme yesterday, and it basically said, you know, it, it's okay to disagree with things uh, that you see on social media. Like, like, life really will go on. Like, you can dis- It's fine to disagree. It's fine to uh, see something you don't necessarily agree with. But it's also okay to ignore certain things. It's okay to keep moving, keep going with your life. Like, everything doesn't have to be a fight. Everything doesn't have to be an argument. Everything, you don't have to be right about everything. Uh, I remember, I think back to my, my childhood. My mom always used to tell me, you know, you don't really have to respond to everything. And I I struggled with that as a child. You know, I still struggle with it now as an adult, you know, just responding to everything. Like, a lot of people are just negative. Um, and it's interesting, one of the things that the Bible says is uh, in, in 2 Timothy 3, Two through four, it says, For people will be lovers of self and utterly self centered, lovers of money and aroused by inordinate greed, desire for wealth, proud and arrogant and contempt, uh, contemptuous boasters. They will be abusive, blasphemous, scoffing, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, and profane. And it's interesting because, you know, I, I was just thinking about that scripture because it's like, wow that's how, that's really Facebook, you know what I mean, like that social media, there's a lot of blasphemy, there's a lot of arrogance, there's a lot of boasting, bragging, there's, you know, people greediness, um, you know, people are self-centered, everything is selfies, and, you know, just, you know, just posting about themselves 24-7, lovers of money, you know, flowing stuff on Instagram, you know, aroused by inordinate greed and a desire for wealth, chasing what the next man has, it doesn't and it's just like, wow, you know what I'm saying? Like, we got we to gotta get away from that. So, like I said, I got a lot to talk about today. But I just want to start off with, you know, it, it's okay to not be like that. You know what I mean? I know that's the norm. I know that Instagram and, and Facebook and Snapchat, like, that's the new wave of, of expressing yourself. But it's a way to be respectful. It's a way to be humble. You know what I'm saying? And still do those things as well. All right. Speaking of uh, blasphemy. I was on I was online and I saw an article and it was it was basically about a, a Beyonce uh, church you know there's a mass like and it takes place in an actual church specifically designed to worship and um, you know uplift you know study the studying the lyrics of her music and playing music and dancing like in an actual church and and one of the things that I want to say about that is it's you know it's interesting because. Well, that's the society that we live in. The Bible, the verse I just spoke to you and read, that speaks directly to that, but it's only going to get worse. A lot of people don't understand that these celebrities out here, that's what they're there for. They want to be worshipped. They want to be idolized, American idol. That's, you know, that's the, the way, that's the, that's the purpose. They want to be worshipped and idolized, and, and uh, they want to brag on everything. And, you know, Beyonce is no different. These celebrities are no different. That's what they want. They see themselves as gods. You understand that? And not to get too deep into that, the whole, you know, Scientology of it, you know, but that's that's really what's going on. That's why people they talk about the entertainment industry and the evil nature of it. It's because the whole thing is blasphemous. And I saw, I'm going to post it a little bit later, but it's funny. I was talking about Kanye West, you know, last week, last couple of weeks actually on the show. And I came across a picture where he, I think it was when he had his Jesus album, and he, he, he was basically, he had a crown of thorns on his head, like basically depicting, you know, the, the image of Jesus with the, with the crown of thorns. And it's so amazing. I remember, like, this happened maybe like three, four years ago, and I talked about it, and it was like, literally, there was like no reaction not just for me, but, like, anywhere. Like, you, half of y'all listening right now, you probably don't even know what I'm talking about. But there's a picture floating around of Kanye West with a crown of thorns basically calling himself Jesus, depicting himself as Jesus Christ, being crucified by the world, by the media, you know, that whole thing. But it's blasphemous. And literally no one said anything. No one cared. No, it wasn't trending. Like, no, literally, no one. No Christians, like, no one. It wasn't even a thing. But fast forward a few years, and this same person who, who who basically put out one of the most blasphemous images that I've ever seen is now being blasted by everyone, dragged through the media because he says that slavery choice. Now I'm just and you know, I don't agree with that comment. I don't. You know what I'm saying I'm not here to co-sign. I mean, that's a ridiculous comment. I saw the interview. I mean, although it was definitely taken out of context and they cut out a lot of the whole the whole conversation, but that comment was a stupid comment, no matter how you look at it. But for someone to blaspheme the name of Jesus, that is a million times worse than anything anyone could ever say about slavery or race any race-related topic. You see what I'm saying? Like... It, I just want to throw that out there. I mean, really think about that. Somebody can go out here and call themselves God, and Christians don't say a, a thing. But if someone says something about the black community, a white person says the word nigger, you know, uh, or someone says something crazy like slavery is a choice, then it's World War III. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But let them talk about Christianity, and it's like nothing. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a different type of guy. I don't, you know what I mean? Maybe I'm just tripping. I don't know. But that, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way, just the hypocrisy uh, of, of it all. But anyway, you know, it is what it is. What else is going on out here? In the world? Donald Trump. You know, it, it, I don't even have a lot to say about Trump, but it, it's more so my commentary on politics today is more so um, geared towards media manipulation. Donald Trump was in the news uh, a few days ago for comments that he made regarding gangs. You know, and illegal immigrants. And, and again, I don't, I don't need a disclaimer. You guys know me. I keep it real. I say how I feel, no matter, no matter what. Um, but I will put a disclaimer out there. I'm not political. I'm not a Donald Trump supporter. I'm not a Clinton supporter. I'm not an Obama supporter. Like I don't, I don't get into that. You know, I, I shouldn't say I get. I don't get into it, but I don't support it. I'm not. I'm very informed about it, but I don't support any of these politicians. Okay. Um so that said you have to see this whole thing, like the media there's so many people out here that rely so heavily on CNN, on MSNBC, and and, and they don't they don't they, like that's just it. It's like whatever they say, that's what it is. That's how they feel. That's how their opinion is shaped. And that's that's what they're there for. You know, they're these, you know, these these political analysts and these social media gurus who sit in the dark room and figure out how to best manipulate the masses. They're people that are, that's their job.
0: So I mean that's
1: what that's what they're there for. Uh they paid hundreds of thousands of dollars specifically to shape public opinion through social media, through uh media manipulation, propaganda. You know, what's the best way to to cause or allow a large group of people to believe whatever particular thing we wanted, we you know we want for you to believe, and they come up with these ways. And this I want to point this out. You know, and again, I'm not, Donald Trump says some stupid, stupid things. Absolutely, he does some stupid things. Some things I like. Some things I agree with. Other things absolutely ridiculous. But this, when he said that, um, he said that they, these these uh, people. These illegal immigrants, these gang, these gang members from the gang, notorious gang MS13. Now, you know they're beheading people, they're doing all types of things. He referred to them as animals, right? He called them animals. And so I turn on the news, and that's the that's the soundbite. The soundbite is Donald Trump does it again. That's the headline. Donald Trump does it again. He calls immigrants animals. He refers to foreigners and. and Hispanics as, as as animals, and I'm looking at this and I say, "Wow, like I, that can't be right! Crazy, that would be crazy!" And there are a lot of people out here, maybe maybe listening right now, who actually believe it. Like, yo, how is he calling these Hispanics, these these Mexicans and things, you know immigrants? Why would he refer to them as as uh, animals? But then I go back and I watch the whole interview, the whole thing he's talking about. Savages. He's talking about gang members. He's talking about people who kill kids and kidnap and rape and murder and pillage and steal and like all this stuff. Absolute horrible people that he referred to as animals. So it's not. I just want people to be aware of this stuff that goes on out here. And I'm not even going to get into the whole um, uh, the, the whole rapist thing. Mexicans are rapists because that was the you know another excellent example of exactly what we're talking about. This is The only difference is they were a lot more successful in their, you know, in their media propaganda. You know what I'm saying? Because I listen, I watch that whole speech. But that's, I, you know what I'm saying? I just want people to understand what's going on out here and to, and to be intelligent and to be vigilant against the media, the mainstream media. Because I'm in the media. I can't talk about the media. I'm talking about the mainstream media, the people out there with a specific agenda. All right? Speaking of all that, you know, like I said earlier, you know, pray for the victims of, of these school shootings. Another uh, uh, school shooting uh, took place in Santa Fe, Texas. I thought it was New Mexico. I didn't even know there was a Santa Fe in Texas. But, yeah, definitely over in Texas. Um, you know, pray for them. I mean, you know, one of the things I said online, though, I said it's very interesting. Said, well, let me say this. I said pray for the, the families. Pray for the victims but then also pray for the for the victims in the hood pray for the victims who are 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 shot who are murdered but those crimes are not sensationalized by the media those crimes are not uh, are, do not have an attachment of a political agenda you see it's some like if you get shot in the hood you just get shot in the hood you know what i mean like there's no call for gun rights, you know, there's no marches, there's no uh senators and congressmen coming out and giving speeches on Capitol Hill about how we need to do this. It's just you just got shot. You just a nigga in the hood. You know, and so you have to understand again that the media has an agenda of sensationalizing uh, certain crimes, not all, but certain crimes that fit their agenda of influencing the masses. You know, so pray for everybody. Like, I mean, let's just really be honest. Like, and I know a lot of people actually really did pray for the victims of this school shooting. But be honest with me. Be honest with yourself. You really pray for the victims that you saw on your morning news in the hood. A uh, 34-year-old black man was shot and killed, uh, you know, in in his alleyway in so and so's hood. Um, you know, no witnesses, no, you know, uh, no other information is available at this time. No suspects, but the investigation is ongoing. Did you really pray for that guy? You know, and I'm not knocking it. If you didn't, you didn't, because I, I don't always. I'm mean, And I'm just being honest. Like, I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, yeah, I pray for it. But that's what I'm saying. We need to condition ourselves to pray for everyone, not just who the media says we should pray for. It's like pray for the family of Trayvon Martin. Like, okay. Well, what about Tyrone? He just got, like, I got a homie. No, I shouldn't say a homie. I know someone who got shot this week in the head. Unfortunately, he, he, he's going to live, and he's okay, or as okay as you can be if he got shot in the head, but he didn't die. But you see what I'm saying? Like, that, it, that wasn't on the news. That wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, that wasn't covered by the media. I didn't see it on the news. It definitely isn't national news. So, you know, pray for everybody. You know, don't let the media shape who you pray for and what you're passionate about. But definitely, you know, like I said, another another shooting. These shootings are getting out of control. Here's my question, I, and I don't have the answers to this. Uh, I don't know exactly everything that's going on in every school around the country. Uh, however, um, like I know in, in some of these schools in the hood, they have metal detectors. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't know. Like, what's going on? Like, I don't know if that's a real thing, if that's possible. I know it's possible. I don't know how likely that is. But like, everyone's talking about gun control, gun control, gun control. gun. But, like, guys, and I don't I mean I'm just a different type of person, but it's not about, it's not all about gun control, okay? At some point, responsibility has to be put on this, the, these principles. You know what I mean? At some point, the Let's let's do some things that they do in the hoods. Like for example, you go into the hoods, you see you see uh, uh, security guards in in the banks, in the in the convenience store, in in uh, freaking everywhere. You, where don't you see security guards? You know what I mean? I'm sorry. Like, at what point do we start? You know, are the white folk treated like the niggas? And, and I'm just being honest with you. If you go into these schools, you get you go into a black club. You know what I mean? Sometimes a black restaurant, a comedy show. You are to get patted down. Instead, so, but it was, people would rather go to CNN and say, "Let's pass some legislation," than than rather than to pat down these these rich white kids. Why can't we say we if we if we, we got to do it for the black kids, why can't we do it for the white kids? Because is that offensive? You know, is it offensive to, to go to these suburban schools and have to walk through a metal detector on your way to the parent-teacher meeting? But, but everybody wants gun control. Well, let's start with putting some, you know, get, get the metal detectors up there. Go to, go to some of these white schools. There are no metal detectors is what I'm saying to y'all. There are no metal detectors. There, are no, there is no security guards. And and I don't know about y'all, but I don't see too many shootings in black schools. You know what I mean? It's it's, we, it's all types of problems in the black community. But it, but you know, mass shootings in these urban schools is not one of them. So that's you know, that's all I wanted to say about that. You know, I said online, if if a Muslim student, right, or a Muslim anybody, a student, uh, uh anyone. You can have a, in fact, one of the young women, watch this, this is crazy. I read this today. One of the young girls who was shot, I don't know if she was shot or she was killed or she was just there, but she was a Pakistani girl. She was a, a, a an exchange student who who is Muslim, and she was involved in the Santa Fe massacre. And, but um, let let her, watch this, let her have been one of the. The, the, the people or the actual shooter. Right? Let her have been the shooter and all these white kids would have been shot up and it would be a it would be a totally different conversation. It would be terrorist. Let's let's investigate her parents. Let's look at her background. Let's see who she has ties to. Why? Because she's Muslim? <laughs> like what do you mean? That's what the conversation would be. But every time it's one of these white folks, one of these white kids, it's, you know, he's mentally ill. We've got to do something. We've got to pass gun control legislation. It's like with no, no talk whatsoever of terrorists. What people need to understand is there are actual domestic homegrown terrorists in this country right now. Y'all know that, right? There, there is a such thing. As domestic terrorism, it's not all foreign or, or, or radical Islamists. There are white folk who are actual terrorists, okay. And I think that what we have to do is we got to start treating everybody equally, you know. And that's, so that's it's just. But again, that's the media. That's what I mean. When, that's what I talk about. Well, that's what I mean when I talk about the the media manipulation. Okay, the sensationalism of the of the media or I should say sensationalism of these crimes and these tragedies by the media. Check out my special from a few months ago specifically on gun control uh, and my thoughts. I did a whole two- or three-hour special specifically on gun control. So I don't want to talk too much about it today because I did literally talk for two hours about nothing but guns and gun control and school shootings. But I will say, get your guns now, all right? Get your guns. Like, if you don't have a gun, I don't care if you, you are into guns. I don't care if you uh, don't like guns. Uh, get get a gun, even if you don't use it, because there there's going to be, because one, it's your right. You know, just like you have a right to vote, you have a right to bear arms. But aside from that, there's going to be, I believe, there's going to be a time uh, at some point in the not-so-distant future where guns are just going to be, if not banned, significantly Limited, you know, so that's just my advice to you guys. You know, why why allow the corrupt and racist government to have all these weapons, the police and all these other high-level officials to have all these weapons, but we have nothing. We have little peace shooters. You know, no, I don't want a little peace shooter. I want what they got. You know, I mean, that's just being honest. But anyway, um, suicide. You know, again, talking about the youth. You know, these these kids out here are killing themselves. Uh, They are not happy. A lot of that has to do with their upbringing and their environment that they're lived in, Uh, you know, these hoods, you know, not having food, not having water. A lot of times electricity, um, broken homes, a lot of that contributes. Um, But aside from that, there's a lot of people, you know, and a lot of this goes to the household. The makeup of the household, the father's not being around. A lot of these young women, you little—I know a lot of you know, little girls. I know older girls. I know grown women who are killing themselves, who have uh, suicidal thoughts. I was watching the news the other day. My may say, "Where's this coming from?" I was watching news the other day. This was what's today? Thursday. This was probably like Tuesday. And uh, Lester Holt was on NBC. And, uh, and he was just talking. He did a whole, you know, little special on uh, suicide. And They were saying that, and I don't know how true this is. I didn't go ahead and fact check or anything. Wouldn't be surprised if it's not true. They're just, too, you know, doing what they do. Uh, but according, I said, according to NBC, uh, black children, they're committing, you know, they're committing suicide twice as often as white children. And so I said, just take some time to talk to and mentor and love our youth. You know, if you look at these young women, um, you know that a lot of them are not having fathers growing up. They are getting their hearts broken, giving their bodies, giving their hearts to the wrong men, um, and they're and they're killing themselves. And if they're not killing themselves, they're living life uh, in many cases at uh, basically with, with suicidal thoughts and depression. And you know, ask me how I know. I've personally spoke. I've you know, personally counseled thousands of women. Okay, I've personally spoken to hundreds of women who have actively told me, specifically, I have wanted to kill myself, you know, around some of this this drama that they've gone through with with men, hundreds, and that's just me. You know what I mean? Like, that's just me alone. Imagine, you know, what else, everything else that's going on out there. So, definitely, you know, like, these these little kids... um, you know, a lot – I, I see them. I, I drop my daughter off at uh, at school well, my both my kids off at school in the mornings, and I get there early. You know, they play on the playground and stuff. And so a lot of times I just see these, um, you know, out playing, and a lot of them, even though they may be running around, they may be playing, you can tell that they're just not happy. You know what I mean? And I don't know what's going on at home, but this is the type of stuff yeah, we need to as parents as mentors as as people who care we need to be trying to figure out what's wrong we need to be trying to figure out you know why are you not happy what's going on in your life um you know uh, you know what can you know what can i do are you eating did you eat breakfast did you have dinner last night you know it is is someone touching you
0: you know it's
1: okay if you you, know, if you tell me i i can you know, I can talk to you. I can't necessarily keep a secret, but I can, you know, point you in the right direction to figure out how to get you some help. I mean, it's real rape, molestation, abuse. Guess what? I have a secret. It's not all in the Catholic Church. You know what I mean? Guess what? It's not just old white priests who are touching little boys. Guess what? A lot of times it's Mommy's boyfriend, it's so-and-so's stepfather, you see what I'm saying, who's touching these little boys, who's touching these little girls. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't hear too much about, you know, these stories. I don't hear about that. I don't hear, I don't see the news reports. I don't see people talking about on social media the story about so-and-so who got arrested for touching his stepdaughter. And I'm not talking about the stuff with Mari. I'm not talking about Jerry Springer. I'm talking about real Steve Wilcoast. I'm talking about real-life true stories. This stuff happens every day in the hoods, in the suburbs, all over. And we just need to be more aware of this because these kids are killing themselves. You know what I mean? Like, literally, six-year-old girl. My daughter is six years old. I read a story recently about a six-year-old girl. She killed herself. That's crazy. A 10 year old boy shot himself. That that should not be happening. Like, where are the people around that are close to these people to monitor? Hey, what's going on in your life? What happened to it takes a village? People are more concerned about Laurel or Yanni (laughs) than they are. You know, six-year-old girls, you know, getting touched. It's crazy out here. But, yeah, so definitely, you know, it doesn't have to be anything major. But just, you know, talk to these kids. What else? I want to talk a little bit about the, uh, everyone's talking about the NFL. You know, NFL. I mean, here's my thoughts on the NFL. And I did a show on Colin Kaepernick, you know, several months ago. Um, I talked about my, my views on Colin Kaepernick. I mean, here's the thing the NFL first of all those may you know may may not have heard uh the NFL recently uh put a policy in place to address the the kneeling uh to address protest during the national anthem um and so as of as of now um you know going into this new season if you are you know uh protesting if you kneel you will be fined either fined or uh, or given, or penalized. They say definitely penalized, but there, there may be instances where you are also fined. And one of the things I said online, well, now let me say this. Well, this is what they said. They said that regarding that, now you do the, the athlete's option of staying in the back, staying in the locker room uh, while the national anthem is playing. Like if you don't, if you aren't feeling it, if you're one of the people who feels that like they want to protest, and you're you're welcome to stay in the back, you know, and, and come out after, which which in my opinion is is perfectly fine. See growing up, you know, I we I was taught by my father, uh, you don't you know, you don't have to stand for the for the um what the heck or for the pledge of allegiance. You know what I'm saying? But he was like, Look, you know what I'm saying, like so that was like the thing. I mean, I didn't I stood up, I didn't really you know what I mean, feel like have any problems that you know, in first grade, second grade, but that he was like, "Oh, you don't need to stand." He's like, "Do what you feel comfortable doing." And so, but that I know some people they just didn't put their hand over their heart. They didn't, and that was their way of, you know, kind of not participating in that. Me personally, my views on are this: I respect what Colin Kaepernick started. All right, I respect it. I have no problem whatsoever. With Colin Kaepernick, okay. I, I mean, he is someone who, and, I, and I'll tell you the real reason why I have no problem with Colin Kaepernick. I have no problem with Colin Kaepernick because he's not out here complaining. Colin Kaepernick, he's, he's been, he's just said, you know what? This is what I, I you know, I'm doing. I want to bring awareness to uh, social action, uh, police brutality. Um. So you know, I'm going to. This is my way. I bring awareness to it. I'm going to take a knee on, you know, during the national anthem. Other people have, have seen that. He's been criticized. He is, other people have kind of jumped on and supported him and, and did their own thing. Um, so I respect I don't have a problem with him. But I think what people need to understand is that if, if anything, you know, there are consequences to your actions. And I have no problem with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like for example, like like people like Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, uh, you know, Meg Grevers, um, you know, there are people out here who who have given their life, even Rosa Parks. You know, people who said, you know what, I'm going to take a stand for something that matters and whatever the consequences are, that's just what it is. You know what I mean? And that's just and I'm okay with it. And so I think that people, you know, need to understand that. It's fine to protest, you know, but at the end of the day, there are going to be ramifications in many cases to that protest. There will be consequences. As a result of Colin Kaepernick's protest, whether this is right, whether this is wrong, he is no longer playing in the NFL. I don't believe he will ever play in the NFL again. Is that a direct – well, I'll say this. that is a direct result of uh, his, his protests. You know, in addition to the fact that he's not a superstar, was never a superstar, was actually a below-average quarterback who wanted, who's asking for millions and millions of dollars for subpar play on the field. But aside from that, it's you know, make no mistake about it, he absolutely, in my opinion, would still be playing or in some capacity – in the NFL, had he not protested. Now, is that right? Of course not. You know, is that racially motivated? You you're darn right it is. But that is the consequence of his actions. You know, and I, like I said, I respect him because he's not out here complaining. I mean, it's not too much to complain about when you're a multimillionaire, you know what I mean? Like, who opted out of a, a multimillion dollar contract. I mean, he, this guy walked away from 15 million. You know what I mean? A lot of people don't understand that. People do not understand that. This dude had a contract. Let me just be clear about it. If you don't know football, he had a contract that was going to pay him $15 million for the, the following season. He chose to opt out of that contract and become a free agent, hopefully trying to get signed by someone else who would pay him Somewhere around what he was looking for, that didn't happen. He took a gamble and and lost. You know? and that has nothing to do with people gambling in in sports all the time. You know, like take take the take the the uh, the the protest out of it. So I don't believe he, there's no way he would have got picked up by somebody else making fifteen million dollars, making what he was making in San Francisco. I don't I don't believe that protest or not. But the protest basically sealed his fate in the NFL. He's actually suing the NFL. So you can't sue the NFL and expect to still be playing in the NFL. That's not really uh, – I mean, it can happen, but to think that that would happen is, is very naive. All right? And that's all I'm saying. I respect what he's doing. I think that uh, bringing awareness to, um, you know, police brutality, um all types of rights uh are, are, are that are infringed upon by the government you know city officials police officers that is very important to do, so I respect what he's doing i and i'm i i will say this, I don't believe that boarding events necessarily has to be the end all and be all of these protests all right i don't I, you know what I'm saying i think that if you want to protest, there are other ways to protest, and I'm all for those exploring those other options um i i did I wasn't feeling the whole kneeling, I wasn't feeling the whole um you know standing with the fist in the air um i mean and and i'm I'm really to be honest with you I really wasn't feeling the whole response. We're going to boycott the NFL because Colin Kaepernick is unemployed. No. The NFL is not the reason why Colin Kaepernick is, is unemployed. Colin Kaepernick is the reason why Colin Kaepernick is unemployed. Now, again, I respect his decision, but that's a decision that he made as a man, and we need to respect that. You see what I'm saying? I have no problem with him. But like go into your job and take a fist in the air, you know, take a knee while your supervisor is giving a, the morning huddle, you know what I mean, and see what happens to your job. No, no I'm waiting, like, What are you doing? Get up off your knees. No, I'm protesting. You can protest all you want. You can be you be protesting down in the unemployment office. So what man you and think about it? If you can't protest that way at your job, with no ramifications. Why do you think Colin Kaepernick can do the same thing with no ramifications at his job? Now, I'm just, I'm just asking, is it right? Should everyone be able to protest the way they want to protest? Absolutely. But it's very naive to expect there to be no consequences. So all that said, I, I like the fact that, um, like I said, there's an option with no penalty, you know, you can just stay in the back. And, and to be honest, that I'm sure the media will pick up on who who you know who doesn't come out, who comes out, who doesn't come out. I'm and I'm sure they will. So that that could be your, your little protest right there. You just didn't come out, whatever. But I don't I think that the NFL and even if you look at the NFL, the NBA, you know, you look at hockey. I don't know what what people think this is. Lovely. I know what it is. A lot of people are misinformed. They're uninformed. They don't understand the fact that you can't do that in the NBA. You can't do that in the NHL. You can't do that in the in the uh, uh, you know baseball. These are these are things. That, but is anyone protesting the NBA? Why? You know, I you really want to know why that no one's protesting the NBA? We haven't heard anything about uh, boycotting the, the NBA. The, the reason for that is because the media has not latched onto. <laughs> right? I mean, let's let's just be honest. If so, if Lester Holt comes out tomorrow and says, you know what? Well, we, you know, the, 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 did you know that the NBA also has a policy? where you can't kneel or you'll be fine or this and that, and we should boycott that. And then somebody posts it and goes viral and everybody latches on and Oh, they boycott the NBA. But that's only because Lester Holtz started off or somebody else started off. This has been a policy in the NBA. Why has no, no and as of right now, no one cares. Everyone's talking about the NFL because it's on the news. The NBA has had the same policy for years, and no one cares. Why? It's called the media. And that's all I'm saying. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. Let's start being, you know, taking things across the board. You know, but, yeah, like I said, any athlete online, I said this one, any athlete that doesn't want to stand, they can stay in the locker room. And anybody else who's unhappy, you can post on. So I'm not going to say you can boycott. That's not going to happen. But what you can do is you can post on social media and you can be big man on social media campus saying I'm boycotting the NFL because that's all it is. Let's, you know, let's just be honest. The Eagles won the Super Bowl. Everybody in their mom watches the Super Bowl. I don't care what anybody says. I don't believe I I truly don't believe this. I don't believe there's anyone who, who just said, you know what, I'm not watching the Super Bowl because I'm still boycotting the NFL. I don't believe it. You know what I mean? I hope you don't believe it either. People say, well, I know what they said. I know what they posted on their their Facebook and their Instagram and all that other stuff. Trust and believe. People watch the Eagles win that Super Bowl, especially if you're from Philly. There's not a person on the planet from Philly that didn't watch the Super Bowl because they were, quote, unquote, boycotting the Super Bowl of the NFL. I guarantee you that. All right. Now, enough of that. This is what I really want to talk about. Right. I really want to spend some time talking about, real quick, I see some people on, uh, what's this, Facebook Live. Shout out to uh, people on Facebook Live tuned in. Uh, shout out to people all over. I, I, I wanted to talk about the Royal Wedding. Now, if you guys tuned in uh, last week, I did a special on, I, I, I called it The Single Mom's Spring Guide to successful dating. If you're a single mother, if you are a, uh, you know, single person who's out here looking for love, and you know, especially if you have a child or children and you're looking for love, definitely, ch- and you missed that show, check out the archives of it because it was um, it was very insightful. Just a lot of, you know, valuable information on dating and, um, you know, what to do, what not to do in this dating environment that we live in. So, but yeah. So I want to talk a little bit about about the royal wedding. Let me just say this before before anything else. I said online. I said I saw a lot of negativity. You know, people were just hating. People were, you know, she she's not dark enough. Her her eyebrows aren't right. Her hair is nothing special. That dress is average. Um, Prince Harry should have shaved his beard. I mean, just like stupid stuff. You know, like really stupid stuff. Like. Her makeup was, was was plain, and let me let me explain something to you. And i you know me, I'm not I don't you know uh, sugarcoat things. The reality is I mean, this may be hard for some people to to, to grasp or to accept. Uh, but Meghan Markle, and I don't know anything about her background. I haven't studied her, or researched anything, but she's a beautiful woman. Okay, like that may be shocking, you know, what I mean, like she, I don't care about her complexion. My wife is, is shaped similar to Meghan Markle, same, same complexion, same, you know, Meghan Markle is, is beautiful. She was a beautiful bride, um, but she's a beautiful woman. And, if you, and I'm just being honest, like if you're someone who is, is trying to find some level of negativity, you know, I don't care if it's about her physical appearance. I don't care if it's about, you know, what you say about it. She doesn't She doesn't call herself that. Like, like, there's nothing negative to say. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just, that's just me, you know, being honest. As a black man, as just a man myself. Like, there's she's a beautiful woman. She's a, she's a beautiful bride. And from everything that I saw, so I didn't watch I didn't get up at 6 o'clock in the morning. So I pretty much watched the highlights and the, you know, the different people talking about around 10 or 11 o'clock. But from everything that I saw, it was a beautiful wedding. I saw the choir singing. I heard the the black preacher preaching. Um, it was cool. You know what I mean? Like there was really nothing negative. I mean I saw people, you know, look you know, with the meme of the, the queen uh looking at Megan, you know, just saying, you know, she's she doesn't really like her, she's gonna she's plotting to have her killed like they did Princess Diane. Like, just stop it. You know what I mean? Like, if that's you, if you're one of those people, not you guys listening now, because you guys all the listeners to the show are positive people. I know that. Wink, wink. You know, there's a lot of psychos out there uh, who listen. But if that's you, like, you have to really search for the positivity in your life. Because you can't have a positive life. You can't be a happy person if you're going to take someone's wedding day, you know, a beautiful wedding, a beautiful bride, you know, and try to turn that into something negative so you can get likes on Facebook. I see so much stuff on Facebook that is put out there specifically for likes. Like, y'all didn't get love at home? I'm just wondering, like, what is, what is this stuff? Like, why do likes matter so much to certain people? Like, y'all know me. I say what I say, and I don't care about it. You can like it or not like it. You can come debate and argue about it. We can do it. Like, I don't care about that. Why do likes, why is being popular on social media, at the and often at the expense of others, why is that so important? I just don't get it. You know, like it's kind of like how MySpace. It was like, remember they had the, the top eight, like oh you're in my top five, or they, uh, they made it top eight. It's like, yo, why does it matter if I'm in your top five or not? Like none of that matters. Some people are like, oh why why is she number one on your top on your top five? What's who are you, you you having sex with her? Like what? Like what? Is, who cares? Like now it's now it's light. Now it's is how many followers do you have? Like y'all know, in in five years and ten years there'll be something else. I remember mean, back in the day I had like I don't even remember what it was, but I had like thousands and thousands of of what was it followers or friends or whatever the heck it was on on MySpace. You know and now what the heck difference does, does that make now? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like who can't Like doesn't matter how many followers I had on MySpace or anything like that. The same way. In a few years, it won't matter how many followers you have on Instagram. It won't matter how many followers you have on Facebook. It's all fake. Y'all know that, right? It's all fake. It doesn't matter. But it is what it is. So, like I said, Meghan Markle, beautiful woman. Now, what I do know about her is she's an actress. She was in some things early in life. She was on uh, Deal or No Deal, one of my favorite game shows, Um you know, very, very attractive woman. I, like I said, I talked about this briefly last week prior to the wedding. I, I have a lot more to say about it this week. You know, best of luck to them. Like, congratulations and like I'm not going to sit here you know, and pick their relationship apart, pick their wedding apart. I'm not here to do that. But what I do want to talk about is is this. First of all, people need to understand. And this, my issue isn't with them. It's with the people. It's what I've been seeing. I said online, I said, Meghan Markle is, you know, I said, her marrying a prince is wonderful. That's great. Okay, whoop dee do? You married a prince. That's cool. I don't have a problem with that. I said that, you know, but for your information, Meghan Markle is not the first black princess. And, and I mean, we, we have a, as a people... We have a big problem with embracing our own. We would rather, for example, like we would rather look at a fictionalized white, you know, creation, which is Wakanda, which is T'Challa. What do you mean, white? T'Challa is black. No, no, no. You don't understand. A black person did not come up with. The Black Panther,
0: you know, comic.
1: These are this is Mar- Marvel is a is an entity that's been around for many many years. It's a Marvel is white owned is my point. Okay, that's not a black movie. Now, if you missed my multiple specials on Black Panther, go ahead and check them out. Very very, you know, in my opinion, good specials that I did discussing the, the film before I saw the film as well as after. But Marvel, you know, it's a good movie, great movie, wonderful. But y'all know Wakanda is a fake place, right? That's a fictionalized place. There are people, out there are African Americans out here who know more about Wakanda than they do Uganda. What kind of stuff is that? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, really think about that. Like, we have our own history. We have our own culture. We have so much to be proud of as African American, as Africans. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we come from Africa. We have our own history. Wakanda is really, essentially, it's their history. That's not a real place. T'Challa is not a real person. But we have real heroes that we don't even embrace. I mean, am I saying something that's incorrect? Our youth know more about T'Challa than they do Nelson Mandela. All right? And and that's not how things should be. You know, like I told you all before, uh, did a whole show on Birth of a Nation, one of my personal favorite films. We totally ignored that film as a people. One of our greatest leaders, Nat Turner. We, we ignored that film, which, and, and to be quite honest with you, in my opinion, Birth of a Nation was better than Black Panther. That may be an unpopular view, but I enjoyed Birth of a Nation. Like I said, that's one of my favorite movies. I love Birth of a Nation. I thought it was amazing, okay? Not to say Black Panther wasn't, but I, you know, me personally, I enjoyed Birth of a Nation uh, more, really, because it's real. You know what I mean? Like, they actually are one of our real leaders,
0: <laughs> you know,
1: it, like, I love biopics. Like those are my favorite. Malcolm X is like my favorite movie of all time. I love biopics. So my point with all this is Meghan Markle, y'all, I mean, y'all notice, right, she's not the first black princess. So what do you mean? what do you mean? Like, how, how is she not? Well, to say that Meghan Markle is the first black princess, I can't even really say this with a straight face, that kind of implies that the only kings and queens are somewhere in England. Y'all, y'all realize, I said online that Africa, the continent of Africa, which has many, many, many different countries, yes, Africa is a continent, you know I mean? I mean, no disrespect, but like a, like a lot of people don't know that, but Africa. Is filled with royalty. We have a history of kings. We come from a lineage of queens, you know, in royal tribes, you know, going all the way back, all the way back. Okay, so if you understand the fact that we come from kings and queens, obviously there have been other black princesses, right? And it's like, and I understand, I get it, you know, the media doesn't, you know, glorify or even report on and cover all of that, the beauty. You think, you look at Africa, you let the media tell it it's a bunch of jungles and deserts, you know, But but the reality is it's so much more than that in Africa. So, yes. We come from a lineage of kings and queens, so obviously there have been black princesses before. And and just seeing so many people on social media, you know, being so excited. We've got a black princess, a black. Princess. Like, what are you saying? What are you saying about your own people, your own culture? Are you saying that? I mean, like we we need a a white, you know, a white royalty to define. Is that the definition of royalty? Is white? You know, the the, the British. I mean, forget the British. There's all types of kings in, in, in cultural structures in other countries, other, other cultures all over the world, not just Africa, not just England, but there's all types of kings and queens and things like that. You know, so, let I mean, like I said, that's not to take anything away from Meghan Markle. She is a princess. But we, we, we've we done that. We we still do that. You know, this stuff goes on. It's just a matter of looking for it and being aware of it, being aware of what the media does not tell us. So there's that. Now, another thing that I you know, wanted to, to talk about in regards to Meghan Markle, um, what I, I shouldn't say, the royal wedding, is that, you know, I, I talk you guys know me. I talk a lot about dating and relationships and you know, different things like that. But what I mean that I online is a black woman marrying a rich white man is being celebrated. Which is nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean in and of itself. You know, a black woman marrying a rich white man, that's being celebrated. But then but then on the flip side you have rich black men who marry and, 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 you know, date and ultimately marry white women. That is often criticized and even hated on. So I use my hashtag of stop, which I'm only waiting. It's just a matter of time until everyone and their mom has decided to steal that and kind of use it for their own purposes. But, like, they've done many other things that I try to code. But the reality is, is that why is it okay? For what, for black women, and, and not just that, because I've seen a lot of black women say things like, oh, well, I'm done with black men, and black men are poor and uneducated and, and gay and, you know, this and that. If you want to really be happy, you got to go out and get you a white man. you got to go out and get you, you know, a, a international man. So you know, why? And I, and I hear that. Like I said, I do this. I've been doing this for many years, and I've heard that from, you know, countless, countless women. You know, and so why is that okay? When you take your experiences and make a decision that you feel is best for your life and your future, and in many cases, that that decision is to only date a certain to to not date your own race and to only date certain people of other races. That I don't really hear too many criticisms of black women that do that. But look at Tay Diggs. Look at, I mean, look at, you know, people are talking about Donald Glover. Now, I don't really follow Donald Glover too much. I don't watch Atlanta. I don't listen to Childish Gambino. Uh, you know what I mean? But, you know, from what I've been hearing, I mean, this this just happened. You know, a couple weeks prior to the wedding, like, he came out with this song. What the heck was the name of the song? You know, who cares? Whatever the song is called, everyone's talking about this song and the video and how it's so insightful and and how he's so woke, whatever the heck that means. But real quick, I this is a side note. We can talk about him being woke and, and him shedding light on, you know, different things. I just want to know why he's so feminine in the in the, in the video. That's all I want to know. Like nobody nobody asked that question. Nobody wants to know what like what's up with those dances. Like he's posing, looking like a, a fruitcake. I'm just asking. Like no one that 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 just you know went over everybody's head. Everybody just missed that, huh? You know what I mean? A black man out here acting real feminine. That's what's what what struck me the most. I'm like, whoa, what, what, you, what you doing, man? The heck? I don't know. Like Nobody cared about that. That's how desensitized we've become to the emasculation of black men. We would rather talk about him dating a white woman than the fact that this dude probably doesn't even date women. You know what I mean? It's probably like the rest of these black celebrities who are getting done up the ass. That's what, you know, in many cases often goes on out here if you know how Hollywood works and how Hollywood is run. That's what's really going on, but that was just my question. But aside from Donald Glover's femininity, you know what I mean, in, in the video that no one's talking about, you know, and just in general. <laughs> you see, it comes across as a very feminine man, you know. I don't get down with that. I don't care about somebody being woke. I want you to be a man. You know, act like a man. If you're a man, act like a man. What is all this bisexuality, uh, metrosexual, uh, what is this? What is this new age Way of thinking, way of behaving. LeBron James. I mean, it, real quick, does LeBron James come across as feminine to anybody? Is it just me? Nobody wants to talk about that. Is that politically incorrect? Yeah, I mean, he's real feminine to me. Carrying purses and, and um, dressing with suits that are three sizes too small. Like, I don't get down with that. I don't. I listen. I don't care how. Politically correct, uh, or, or I should say, politically incorrect. I mean, it already is. But I don't care how politically incorrect uh, discussing homosexuality becomes. I, the Bible is forever, okay. The Bible is timeless. The Word of God cuts like, a, like the the sharpest sword, okay. And and there will never be a time when homosexuality is okay transgenderism is okay, bestiality is okay, as much as the media, as much as Obama crusades for it or crusaded for it and still does, that will never be okay. So, you know, LeBron and and Donald Glover and all these other fruitcakes out here, you know, who have sold their souls for fame and fortune and money and power who have been over for the white man, you know, that's the irony. You got these people out here talking about, oh, yeah, they're woke and, and what's the guy, uh, uh, light-skinned dude, uh, Grey's Anatomy dude, whatever the heck his name is, Jesse Jesse Williams. All these dudes out here, I need to understand, Kevin Hart, all these guys out here <laughs> wearing dresses, what the heck do y'all think happened in those back rooms for these people to get this level of fame? You think that stuff just comes with hard work and just comes with being in the right place at the right time? No, there's a culture in in Hollywood that will never be talked about in the mainstream media, okay? You know, there's a culture of homosexuality, of perversion. You know, that's why, that's, I mean, there's scratch, they're just, that whole Me Too times up, that just scratches the surface of it. You know, there's so much stuff that goes on voluntarily. You know, the fact that people said, hey, look, I'll, give, I'll put this million dollars in your bank account, but you got to do this first. And you may not want to do it, but you're choosing same over your own morals, your religion, everything that you've known growing up. So that's what I choose to focus on. Everyone's talking about oh, Donald Glover, this and that. But my thing is back to the back to the, the Royal Wedding. You know, why why and this is just a rhetorical question. Why are black men, you know, put in a certain box? after they reach a certain level of success, and they say, I want to date a white woman. Why is that a problem? Let me, let me just express my thoughts on one, interracial dating, because I've talked about it. But I don't talk about it a lot. But let me just say this, and this is how everyone should feel. I don't care um, you know, how people think, but the reality is this. Love is hard to find. The Bible says he who finds a wife finds a good thing. The problem with it is the Bible also says who can find a virtuous woman. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The reality is that love is not easy. And any, listen, ladies, and you guys are listening to this, women out here, many single women, listen, any, listen to what I'm saying? Any man that you know, this is crazy. It's going to blow your minds. Go ask a man that you know, your brother, your uncle, your coworker, your pastor, your deacon, anybody, any man that you know, post on your status update. Hey, fellas, quick question. Would you say that finding a good woman to settle down with and marry easy or is it hard? 100% of those men will tell you it's extremely hard and even impossible in today's society. Now, a lot of women will listen to that and say, whoa, what do you mean by that? How How do you figure that? There's, you know, women outnumber men, you know, 10 to 1, 12 to 1, whatever it is. Look at Atlanta, you know, all these different women, you know, they're, just, they're single, they're successful, you know, they're educated. How can you say that it's hard for a man to find a woman? But think about what I just told you. Any man, any black man you ask will tell you it's darn near impossible in today's society to find a a Wifable black woman, and so that right there tells you, and that's why I've been on the air for as long as I have with the with the listeners that I have because I talk about things from a real perspective. The reality is there's a disconnect. There's a disconnect that no one's addressing. It's not a foregone conclusion that just because there are eligible women, and I'm using that 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 term loosely, eligible. There are eligible women that, and that, that is, it's not a full conclusion that those women will be found by those men or even want to find those women. There's a disconnect between what women think black men want and what black men actually want. One of the things I said on, actually, I didn't say this, but I plan on saying this. I didn't get a chance to say that. I was talking about the world wedding so much. I, I was going to say, I was going to say, so, since everyone is so, you know, happy and, and you know wanting to be a princess and following Meghan Markle's lead, I said, "How about?" And this is no disrespect, but but seriously, ladies, how about you take some of Meghan Markle's beauty tips? Since we since we since everyone loves the royal wedding, everyone loves how she looks. She looks so beautiful. Well, let, let, let's try to emulate that. Because I guarantee you, and no, this is no disrespect, and this will be viewed as, as controversial. I don't even know that. I'm going to get some hate, some hate mail, some emails. I'm cool with that. But I cannot tell a lie. I've got to be honest. If there were more Meghan Markles walking around the streets and less Beyonce's and Nicki Minaj's walking the streets, we'd see a lot more single black women going to be married black women. Nobody wants these fake eyes, fake hair, fake eyelashes. Fake nails, fake this, fake that, fake booze, fake ass. Nobody wants all that. If you look at Megan Markle, she is, any man will tell you, I cannot lie to y'all. I will not lie to y'all. I'm not Steve Harvey. I'm not these other widows out here who just make money from, from lying to black women. The reality is these men, they, I talk to them every day. Megan Markle is what they want. Now, before y'all get mad at me, before y'all, y'all tune out, I'm not talking about the fact that she's light-skinned. I'm not even talking about the fact that she's skinny. You know, I'm talking about the fact that she's beautiful. She takes care of her body. She, she has a natural look to her, okay? I don't even know if she had weaving or not. I don't care if, if, if she did. She has a natural look, okay? That's what I'm saying. If you Ladies, please listen to what I'm saying to you, and I hate to say it like this. But if you don't have a natural look, okay, I'm not saying you gotta be bald headed, I'm not saying you gotta come out the house with no makeup, I'm not saying that. But if you don't have a natural look, meaning if your beauty has to be is contingent upon, you know, excessive makeup, excessive weave, excessive everything, you should expect to be single. Okay, and and like I said, I know that's going to be, you know, that's not going to go over so well. I get that, but I'm not lying to you. The fellas know. The fellas aren't the ones debating this stuff. If your look is fake, if your look is, is like overly sexual, like I've seen weddings where the women, the brides are like, you know, busting out of their dresses, boobs out. Ass is poking out of the wedding dresses, and even I mean, even outside of the wedding, just like these girls trips and different things. Like if that's if that's you, like you're on Instagram and you got your, your the boobs out all the time, and you know talking about some, you got your, your in your bathing suit, your bikini, talking about some, you're living your best life with your asses out. Like if that's the focus of the the the, the picture and the overall vibe of your social media presence. You should expect your DMs to be popping. But guess what, ladies? DMs don't be popping. I know that's slang. That's ebonics. But I will say it again. Your DM will not be popping, you know, if if you are not presenting yourself like a freak. Like like you know what I'm saying? Like if you're overly sexual. You know, if that's the vibe you're putting out, you're going to be viewed as a freak. Your DM will be popping with dudes not trying to wife you, but dudes trying to have sex with you. And that's, that's real talk. You know, I and mean, I'm like, if you look at, watch this, watch this, I'm going to blow your minds right now. If you look at my wife, if you look at, like, your pastor's wife or some of the wives out here from, from women that, you know, are married to good dudes, they are their pro their overall look. One is not overly like made up. Two, they're not going to be giving off an overly sexualized vibe. And and that's all I'm saying. Meghan Markle, I'm sure she's not a perfect woman. I don't know anything about her, you know, as far as her history. I'm not here to dissect that. I'm right now I'm just talking strictly off of phys- physical. And the men that I know who are single looking for wives, um, the married men I know who are already married, that is you know, that is like a, she is a good example from a physical standpoint of what these men are looking for. Now, the people who are miserable, let me just say this. Because I've been doing this a long time, over 20 years. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I know, like when I say certain things, no matter how I say it, it's going to be taken different. I get that, but I'm not talking about the, you know, the, the the skin complexion. I'm not, you know, you don't. I don't want you anyone to leave this conversation feeling like you've got to be light skin, or if you're dark skinned you're not going to have. A, I'm not saying any of that. What I'm saying is, I'm not even saying if you're, if you're thicker, if you got some meat on your bones that you can't have. I'm not saying that either. What I'm saying is you just got to be respectable. You have to be wifeable. There are women, listen what I'm saying to you, ladies. And the men will, will tell you all this. Well, they won't tell you that, but they'll tell us, us men that. There are women out here who are worthy of sex, and that's what they're good for. And then there are other women who are real women. They are wifeable. That's just what, that's a, that's a fact. All women, listen to what I'm saying. All And the Bible confirms this. All women are not wifeable. Now I know that, right? Every woman will not have love. Every woman, it will not be a wife. It should not be a wife unless the guy is crazy. If you're posted up on IG, Snapchat, with these ridiculous filters, like you got freaking aliens flying around your head, well, what are those things? Like, what are the flowers and little things floating in your head? Your eyes are a different color. And, and like, that, and God forbid you make that your profile picture. <laughs> like, you should expect to be single. <laughs> like, no one is what, Yo, the fellas know. Like, I was talking with my homies the other day. He's like, yo, man, what's up with these filters? Women, like, the bad thing is, I'm tripping. I know I'm tripping. But we were talking, we were laughing. But he said, the bad, the worst thing in the world. Is when you're a woman who looks better with the filter. If you, if you look, if you, and some women know they do. That's why their profile pic is the filter. Like those aren't your real glasses. Those aren't your real eyes. You definitely don't have no dog ears. So, like, what? But if you <laughs> listen, if you look better as a Snapchat dog, that's a problem. All right. You don't listen. You don't need that stuff. That stuff, oh, it just sexualizes you. That's like a putting a target on your head. Like, okay, she's a freak. She got the Snapchat filter. Oh, she's she giving it up. Oh, okay, she's, she's living her best life, you know, with her ass out on IG. Okay, cool. Let me target her for sex. That's all that is. Your, the, a man's future wife is not going to be doing those things. So, like I said, Meghan Markle, classy, beautiful, elegant, that's what these men are Everyone wants to talk about Meghan Markle. Well, I guess what? I want to talk about her too. Y'all, some people just won't like what I'm saying about. It. All right, I like I like how she presented herself. Now, people are talking about Donald Glover. They said, "Well, hold up." They said, "Hold on, Donald Glover's girlfriend is white," and he was he was he was all types of coon and and, and you know, Uncle Tom and, and this and that. I said, "Well." He was just, you know, like everyone's role model. Now he came out with this this, this video, but now it's being talked about he can't do any of those. He can't be woke. He can't be passionate about social action because he has a white girlfriend. Listen, white folk have, you you know, done some horrible things to us as a people historically, but they've also really helped us. Uh, in many ways historically. All white people are not bad. Um you know, all Democrats are not good, all Republicans are not racist. Like, we gotta start individ- individualizing people and things. You know? That's the that's that's what we gotta do. It doesn't matter if Donald Glover's girlfriend is white. You know, I just wanna know how he has a girlfriend. Like that's what, that's what I want to know. Like, how, if, if my, my wife would punch me in the face if I start acting all feminine, you know, if you see me on TV, on TV in a dress, that would be a problem. Like, it's no excuse for that stuff. I don't care if his girlfriend is wife. I always want to know why LeBron James carries a pocketbook. That's all, you know what I mean? That's what I wanted. One of the things I say. one of the last things I'll say, first of all, let me say this. Megan Markle's mother. Absolutely beautiful, now, and I say that because she's beautiful. Like, right? but aside from that, I like, her. I like, I like—I don't really historically like uh, locks, uh, but they were working for her. Uh, she had the nose ring. She seemed like a very classy, uh, distinguished woman, um, and so you know, I, I come from a, a time in a place where, you know, moms looked and act like moms, you know, and people can take that how they want to take it. But the reality is a lot of these mothers, you know, younger single mothers, first of all, mothers are getting younger. Now, I'm not judging anyone of their decision. I'm just saying mothers are getting younger and younger. Um, and we often, the kids are are, are being affected, times when, you know, you have, you know, young, young women having kids, not all, not all the time, but you have a lot of times these kids dealing with and being a, a, a casualty of a young mentality. And again, this isn't all, I'm not talking about all single moms. I'm talking about bad single moms. Say, so well, what's a bad single mom? A bad single mom is, is a woman who's, who puts dating as a, as a higher priority than parenting. You know, social media likes as a higher priority than parenting. And I talked a lot about this last week. But you can't be a great mom posting kits and ass on IG. You know, I don't I don't care who has a problem with that. You cannot be a great mom getting smashed off on the vestib- in the vestibule while your kids played in the other room. You know, that's that's not that's not you know, dating and letting every guy that you date come by the crib and, and, and meet your kid. Oh mama, who's that? Who's that one? Who's that? You know, I mean watch this call this gonna blow your minds. I'm dry my son is three years old. All right. Watch this. My son is three now. I, 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 you know, I buy and sell cars, so I have different cars. All oh, you know, I, I constantly switch up cars I'm driving or whatever. And but there was this one car that I was driving, and you know, I've had it for a fairly long time, longer than I keep most cars. So my son, he, you know, he, recognized it. he said, Oh, that's that's Daddy's car. Watch this. So I sold that car. But we're driving down the street, and we see another car, the same make and model of the car, different color, a totally different color, but the same exact vehicle. He looks, and says, oh, that's daddy's car. So watch this. So my three-year-old son can recognize the make of a certain vehicle that I'm driving. So y'all think that these kids, they can't recognize the men that you bring by the crib, the different faces, they, they remember all that stuff. My son is only three, and he recognizes cars, pa- cars passing on the street. And women are actually having men interacting with their kids. And y'all think it's okay because they're young. Oh, no, he won't remember that. No, he remembers that. She remembers that. And uh, and, and, and there's so many older women who have been shaped, you know, by their experiences as children, to not respect men, to not respect themselves, just from what they grew up watching. It's crazy, y'all. Think, yo, it's crazy out here. It's really crazy. You really, really, really have to uh, be careful of what you subject your your children to, because they 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 they're like sponges. One of, one of the things I said online is. Uh, about Megan. I said, please don't be all happy for Meghan Markle, right? You know, and people are happy about Taraji P. Henson and her new engagement. I said, but but be secretly hating on your girlfriend's new relationship. And there's a lot of that going on out here. You know, there's a lot of um jealousy. There's a lot of backbiting backstabbing, uh, you know, fake friends out here, you know. I mean, the reality is if you're happy for Meghan Markle and you set your alarm to get up at 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock in the morning last week, that's cool. Be just as happy. Be just as supportive if a, if someone you call a friend finds themselves in a relationship. You know, don't don't be that person that, you know, is a hater like smiling in their face, but mm -hmm, girl, you know, I I heard this, I heard that. So that's all I'm going to leave y'all with that, man. But you know, like I said, best, best of luck to uh, Megan Mark. I don't know if they're Christians. I don't, I'm not getting into their spirituality or anything like that, but I wish them the best. I wish Taraji the best. I wish everyone the best. Um, If you have love, um, if you are, you know, single, seeking love, you know, I wish the best for you. I'm not a hater, you know. I'm the most non-hater person you ever meet. Like, I cry in love stories, you know what I'm saying? Like, that. I, love, I am a lover of love, you know. Um, I've dedicated my life, I've dedicated my career to specifically helping women, even more specifically, helping African-American women do what's necessary to to have love. So I'm far from a hater, uh, but, you know, understand that there are certain things, uh, very specific things that need to be done, other things that should not be done uh, in order to bring that love about. So, uh, in fact, a, a culmination of my life's work, a culmination of all of my advice, anything I've ever said, anything I've ever done will be included in my, my new book, Redefining Greatness, The Virtuous Woman's Guide to Love, whenever it comes out, look for it, get it, pass it along, share it, love it, learn from it. Um, I, it, will, it will change everything that, you know, that the world knows about dating and relationships. So uh, I want to thank you guys for listening in today. Check me out on Facebook. Follow me on Instagram. Everything is at Dadon Tolbert. Uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Ask Dadon. Uh, add yourselves to the Friends of the Day Down Told it Show group, um, you know, and, and just be happy, you know. Like I said earlier, there's a lot of negativity out here, a lot of fighting, a lot of boasting, a lot of a lot of different things out here. But, um, you know, it, 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 put God first, put your kids first, put your family first, and, and understand that the reality is, you know, social media, this whole Facebook thing, the news, CNN, it's its all not real. You know, take care of those who matter, uh, those who love you. Understand that just because it's family or so-and-so calls himself your Facebook friend, it doesn't, that stuff isn't real. That's not important. Focus on being happy and the people who, who support you and love you and, and take care of you and, and, and vice versa. That's what's important. So, guys, thank you for listening in. I will be back next week. Uh, with a brand new show. I will talk to you all later.
0: day don't you, girls. Let day do be your motivation, child. Let date don't come and rock your world. Let day don't be your motivation, child. Let day